Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! Wow. We're in. We're working. Bam. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Positive. Are, are we going to get a light check? Yeah. Bang. We are like that. On Memorial Day. Blinded by the light. We don't, we don't take days off. We don't take days off. Days off are for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm going to be really yeah, tired tomorrow. I'm going to be fucked up tomorrow, today. too. <laughs> uh, welcome oh, to episode man. 18 of Just Got Off podcast memorial day edition uh oh burnt yeah. ball in the chat hey, he's already burnt ball <laughs> he's already in there here we go oh, man. <laughs> what a weekend wow yeah really um i uh crazy long weekend i'm tired <laughs> i know you're tired <laughs> yeah uh, i didn't oh, yeah. Even, i didn't even have a gig this weekend man yeah, but you did get to do something that's super cool that I feel like everybody in their life should do once. Yep, I can check it off my bucket list. Uh, I will say that if it gets hotter than it was, uh, any hotter than it was when we were there yesterday, I won't be going. I'm telling you right now. We yeah. uh, went to the Indianapolis 500 yesterday, and let me tell you what, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. It's a spectacular. It event. was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like the craziest as a race thing. fan, it's hard for me to like it, just because I'm one that likes to see all the action. I want to be able to right. see all the track and see everything and cover all aspects of it. Right. And that place is huge. Oh yeah, it's huge. You just can't. You this know is, what I mean? Yeah, so it's, it's one of those deals that it's just it, it it gets gets boring for me, I guess. You know, but it is a crazy atmosphere. I mean, yeah, it was, like I said, uh, everybody should experience it once. Just one time, do so it at least once. People. Yep. Uh, that uh, my mom sent me a message uh, the day before, uh, or that morning, and she said that as of um, like eight o'clock that morning, they still had five thousand tickets available. They had sold two hundred and thirty-five thousand tickets that they had available. As of eight, like Jesus. eight o'clock that morning, so I don't know how many they actually said, but they were. They said it was three hundred thousand plus people in, in in attendance, just you know, just in attendance. And just, they still blacked it out to where I couldn't see it. Right. I think that's such a dumb rule, man. It's so stupid, I hate that man. So much. It, you got the greatest spectacle in racing, literally one of the biggest mm -hmm. races in the world, and you block it out for just one state. I so just, wait a minute, they didn't it, have a fucking broadcast in Indiana? No. No, you can't pull it up on like like it was even I get comfortable here, man. Holy cow. But um no, it's one of those deals where like on all the local channels and stuff, they do not play it. Really? You in order to watch it, you have to have and like it's it, like even on Peacock, like somebody said go ahead and go on Peacock <clears> and you can watch it there. No, you can't, because even Peacock had it blacked out, and it's all based off of your location. 
See, that's fucking bullshit, okay? And here's why. That's fucking bullshit. Because your zip code, you pay for a premium service. And regardless of what the fucking rules are, you pay for a premium service that says access to that particular channel and that programming on that channel. That should be an FCC, a Federal Communications Commission, fucking violation. The same as your internet provider has to provide you with a minimum of your internet speed, period. That's the fucking dumbest shit I've ever heard. Now I'm pissed off. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, like, and it made it worse. There's uh, Megan in the chat. Hey, Megan. But uh, there was a, <coughs> bro- they have a radio broadcast, which is how most of the people in Indiana listen to it, because right. the only way they will lift the blackout is if they sell out the whole entire track. That's ridiculous. If every, if every, that, that's and I think the, the only time that I remember... The only time I remember that it wasn't was, I think, for the 100th running. And and there's probably times before that, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure where you're from, Keith. Uh, you feel free if you want to release that information on here. But I'm kind of – I'm literally like 35 minutes off of 465. So I'm, I'm actually pretty close to the central <laughs> part of Indiana. So um, – but yeah, yeah, I had a buddy that. I mean, it's um, never it's I've, it's Illinois never been blocked out. It. It's never been blocked out blacked out here in Terre Haute. Lawrenceburg. See, you're close enough to Ohio though that it could have tricked it and said that you were out of state. See what I mean? Like I have a buddy that's just on the other side of the Illinois line. I have a couple other buddies in Ohio, and it worked great for them. But yeah, you're close enough. Lawrenceburg is, is close enough to Ohio and Kentucky, right there in that little. Uh, little crossover point there that yeah but it if, could it's, easily, if it's based you, you on you pick up ohio channels you know what i mean i can't yeah, but if it's based <laughs> on a, on on fucking zip code you know and you're watching it on the internet most of your i'm telling you your shit that's, that's stupid. so stupid i'm not even gonna well and the worst and i i told my buddies like i i think i even messaged you like i was all pitied on myself there for a while because i was just like i should have went man <laughs> like I, I should have planned ahead and went. Like a lot of my buddies were up there, and it just would have been a good time. And then, like, then I sat here as I was listening to the broadcast, and I remembered why, like, I get so frustrated with that event, and it's because right. of the fucking commercials. It's yeah. you know, uh, let's see, mom. Yeah, they pull. Yeah, the, my parents could pull one of the. If you're close enough to Ohio or Illinois, they can pull one of the TV channels, but. Even the radio broadcast, even one of my buddies in the group chat was like, oh, that's awesome. Commercial on lap 54, and then another one on lap 56. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, they were hammering the commercials. And I get it. It's a big event, and people pay a lot of money to have their right, yeah. <laughs> their product thrown out there. But, damn. I mean, yeah. So just, I mean, they did. Uh, what was cool is, you know, I knew going in there that you can, I mean, the place is so goddamn big, you can't see all the track, which is why I like dirt track racing because normally the racing is super, super great and you can get one seat anywhere in the house and you can see everything, you know, even at big tracks, you know, like at the Hoosier hundred at the state fairgrounds, you can see all of it from the main grandstands. Well, the Indianapolis 500 is not that way, but they do do a great job of having, (laughs) they do do, (laughs) They do an awesome job of having these big giant screens up that you can see all of the action 
right. going You on. can actually see the TV broadcast being played. It's different the than track. the TV broadcast. Really? Yes. The announcers are different. Like um, what they have, um, um, oh, what's his name? Alan something. Um, used to bro- broadcast NASCAR. Um, shit. Oh, man. Um, I don't remember. Alan Beckwith, maybe? Is it Alan Beckwith? Yeah, that's who they had at the track doing the track broadcast. And it was fucking amazing. And it was, you know, within a second or two in real time. And it was uh, it was a good experience. You know, I mean, it's just I've I've been a few times and um, I've been for a lot of uh, carb days, um, bump days. I've, I've been for a lot of different days and stuff up there qualifying Um. And it's all the same. I mean, it's all Alan Bestwick is what it is. Mm. Bestwick. Alan yeah. Bestwick. Yeah, posted. there you go. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the intensity and the atmosphere is the same. I mean, race day is obviously a little bit more because everybody's there. Right. But, the yeah, it's just a cool place. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been to the museum that they have there. It's been 25 years since I've been there. Oh man, you fucking missed out then when they had the the dirt, like when they had the dirt um, stuff in the museum, like all the Jeff Gordon's midgets and stuff like that in there. Yeah, that was incredible. We, we even went on a, on like a school trip or whatever. But now that oh, I've yeah. been there, I want I want to get tickets for the BC thirty nine. I want to. You wanna need go, to. I want to go see yeah. that for sure. So it's pretty cool. I've been. Be, I actually. Be next time. I don't know if I'll go this one. year, but I'll go. Eventually, maybe next year. I actually worked at the first one and wrenched for um, Dave Darland uh, when he was running for Petries. I cool. got a hold of Scott and asked him if he needed any help or whatever, and he said, "Yeah, we can always use help, man. Come, come on down. I'll get your pit pass." And there you go. <laughs> so he covered me and he assigned me to work with Dave Darland. So that was yeah. a pretty cool deal. Cool. He's so laid back, man. So yeah, Dave's we a real cool we, guy to work for. We sat in turn four, so we could see. We sat right in the middle of turn four. So we could see practically all of turn three from the end everything of the back coming stretch, in. everything coming in, and we could see all the way down the front stretch and the That's very a long ass straightaway and, too, and five eighths of a mile, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we could see like the first thirty, forty percent of turn one, and so like I was super happy with our seats. We were up high enough, and during one of the red flags, there were people in our section that started the wave thing where you stand up. Right. right, so they get it going, and there's some people that are being fuddy duddies, and you know they're like, oh, whatever. And then finally, the people pass them. It starts to it starts to make its way around turn four, okay. And halfway down the short shoot between turn four is where the grandstands actually end, and then there's a space, and then there's another turn yeah. to the grandstand. So it goes all the way down. So we're in the middle of turn four. It goes all the way down. The turn four grandstand gets in the middle of the short shoot. And when it gets there, those people on the end of the grandstand started doing their Pick own and sent it back. And it goes all the way from the middle of the short shoot between turn three and four and went all the way around to the main grandstand. And then little hoity-toity motherfuckers over there with all the money <laughs> sitting in their shade, they were like, we're not going to stand up for your stupid petty wave. And everybody was like, dude, the whole fucking turn four and turn three area when it stopped biggest booze ever oh yeah and you know everybody <laughs> on the front stretch if they didn't know what was going over they're looking over like what the fuck's going on? okay yeah 
<laughs> but it's still like, yeah, dude, it was like, so I've cool. Seen, I, like I, we had talked about this and you know, I, I've been a part of the waves and like basketball stadiums and football stadiums, but man, a place like that, dude, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Huge. Like the people that in turn three of, over there, they're half mile away from me. Yeah. Like you I know? was seeing posts and stuff where like, I think like the top seven, like biggest places like there's all kinds of like arenas and the white house and right. stadiums and shit some of your biggest attraction places can sit inside the property inside yeah, the vatican city park. yankee yeah. stadium you know yeah. like yeah it, it, it can sit inside the inside track, the track so limits I mean, yeah the inside yeah. track limits yeah it's wild Fucking, people don't understand how place that how big that place actually is. Oh, it's just is. a fuck like and people like just the mass of humanity going on. Like, oh yeah, oh there's all yeah. You, you could expect to see anything there. I didn't go to the big five hundred. I uh, I went to the little five hundred. Yes, at oh. Anderson Speedway. That's always one of yeah. my favorite things about this time of year. Is I love the chaos of that particular race. And you yourself actually got to experience a little bit of. You do it every year. Frustration. A little Sorry, bit of frustration, I'd feel, but I'd tell our people about sentence. what you did at Anderson Speedway this weekend. Uh, so this is actually my sixth year um, being a right front tire changer. So anybody that doesn't know what the little 500 is, it's a 500-lap uh, <laughs> um, pavement sprint car race. Uh, it's on a half or a high-banked, fastest high-banked quarter-mile oval in the world uh, in Anderson, Indiana. Um, they, they more or less kind of treat it just like the mm-hmm. Indy 500, not as much, obviously not as long of a distance, but it is a 500 lap race. They qualify 33 sprint cars in on this quarter mile track and they start them three wide, 11 rows, uh, 11 rows of three. That's so, amazing. Um, and it's, dude, it's a, it's a clusterfuck it, from the get go. Yeah, <laughs> it's barely wide enough for those three. But, oh, it's um, so good. It is intense. Um, it's. And you do you have to do two pit stops minimum, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just just because you can't make it on fuel and tires. Um, yeah, they 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 come rolling in, they open the pits up, and they come rolling in full of speed. And I I am the stopper, I am the stop marker, I always have been. I just I wave, I point right in front of me, and that's where the driver aims aims the right front to stop at. And we get everything set up and adjusted in the pits according to where I'm going to be standing. So um, we we tape it off that way. I know where to be. I right. get him all flagged down. I got a jack guy. I got a tire guy, and my job's to bust the nut off of there. Bust the, the nut, baby. Off, get get the tire off. Get the new nut tire bust. on. Take the new nut. Spin it back. Hammer it on. Get the fuck out of there and start calling for a truck. Yep. So both both pit stops sucked, um, and it was just kind of bad luck. Um, we were avoiding a wreck before our first stop even happened on the front stretch, got ass packed, bent the bumper down. So we came in for the pit. I got the nut off. And when I set the gun down, I thought I set it down too hard and hit the line. And I thought I broke the fitting off in the gun, but the fitting actually just blew out of the gun. It came out. Somehow it came out of the, the actual screw. the actual screw part. Yeah, yeah, so so I'm trying to get this tire off and this hose is blowing around, busting me in the legs and shit. And I'm trying to get the 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 wheel off. And we, I mean, it's one of those things that 
I'm so hard on myself because I expect perfection when I'm helping yeah. somebody in an event of that caliber. It's like, I, I, I don't like those fuck-ups. Re- realistically, we didn't lose much time just because we're fast enough and we've been, I mean, we were talking about it with a group of us that we've all been together for six years. We've all been doing the same job for six years. We keep making little upgrades that help get us faster every year. And so realistically, I didn't lose any time just because my guys were so quick and I knew that if I could get the other wheel on and the nut started, I had a right rear tire changer that had a gun that was just as fast as I was that could get it on, and we were still going to be waiting on a fucking truck if you right. know how little 500 yeah. works. The truck was going to – you had said that before before right. the, the, the the race when you and I were talking about it off air that – the hardest <laughs> part every year, man. The hardest part is, you know, like, hey, motherfucker, like, we're ready yeah. to be pushed off, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it, it, that is the hardest part of the pit stops. I mean, you could, you could do a, you could do an IndyCar pit stop, and it's not going to matter if you don't have a truck there to get you out quick enough. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was fun, man. Um, but yeah, they went to push us out for that first pit stop, and the bumper was so low that the bumper of the truck jumped over. And we lost like two laps right there, two or three laps right off the gate. Right. Um, buried us, and we had to play catch up the rest of the night. Um, third pit stop, or second pit stop, we don't have a third. Second pit stop, um, we had the idea to put a jack for the guys on the rear. We had an extra jack, so jack the rear of the car up, and then put another jack underneath the rear bumper, the bar. And then when they filled it up with fuel, changed the tires, they dropped the jack under the rear end. The weight of the car slams down and bends the bumper back up. That way it fixes right. the situation. We don't get our ass jumped again by the next truck. It works. Okay, so we get a truck called over there. And he knew he was he was in our area all night. So he seen what happened the first time. And he was in a taller truck than the one before. Right. But he came over like he we're, we're waving him down flagging hey hey and like he like rolls up beside us like going to pass us and we're like what the fuck where are you going he's like your bumper's too low so we fixed it are you fucking blind <laughs> and he like kind of turned and looked and he threw it in reverse i mean we're just motherfucking this guy <laughs> poor like, guy he's just trying I mean, to do his job it, yeah you know? yeah and like me and jacob wilson who was actually driving for us this year we talked about it the night before that I think the way they find the little 500 push truck drivers is they go to a senior citizen hall where they're playing bingo and all the people who don't win a game of bingo get awarded to drive one of these trucks at the push, like at the Anderson Speedway. <laughs> so if you don't win a bingo game, you actually still get, you still win. You win a free trip to Anderson Speedway to be in a push truck because they right. are senile and they're assholes. They they're don't angry. see shit <laughs> and they're very slow. Yeah, so I need to make a trip up, up there back. And, and do that. <laughs> I and I told Jacob, I said I would never ever want to be a push truck driver for Anderson because if you if you look at it from there, they pay him from you. their point of view, it is one of those deals that <sighs> it's very very stressful. I mean, it, when you look from the grandstands, there are so many people down there that. It, it could be very dangerous. I oh, mean, yeah, if you, the, yeah, it's just chaos. My yeah. job is one of the most dangerous that there is. For one, I'm standing out where all these cars and trucks are passing right behind my feet. 
I mean, they're, they're shoving them off full bore, getting their ass back out on the track and trying to get out in front of the truck, the pace truck, so they can stay on that lap. Right. Because if they come out behind it, they have to fall back in line and they lose a lap because a pace truck passed them. Right. So you got all these guys flying through there. All the trucks <laughs> are flying through there. And like our situation, me and my guy that's the, on the jack, we're the guy that our car has to stop for. The brakes are not there. We are the ones that have to try and figure out how we are going to get him stopped. Right. You know, so you got all these cars that are running 500 laps and brakes are petered out, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> most of them are losing them by 300. So, Well, there was yeah, a little it's... bit of that that happened in the Indy 500 there for that, that second to last red flag where Pato Award wrecked. Oh, and... I didn't get to see it. Yeah, Pato Award I... wrecked, and as everything's kind of calming down, one of the guys had come through and he couldn't see or anything, but was involved in a little contact before and was just kind of rolling and literally like just rolled over the back of Pato's car and like popped straight up in the air. Like, Oh man. <laughs> didn't have no brakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife said she took offense to that bingo comment. Cause, uh, she loves to go play bingo. Her and her mom do. And they went up to gonna... this bingo all this Sunday. I know she's listening. So I'm you better be careful. But, um, yeah, they went up there Sunday and they didn't hit anything. So I'm gonna imply she would have been she would have been volunteered for a push truck driver <laughs> at Anderson. Oh god, I would not want Karina being behind a wheel of a push truck. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> no, dude, she'd be giving people concussion checks for sure. Oh man, your dad said I'm uh, putting a push board on my Liberty and applying. Let's do it. Let's do funny, it, Fred. <laughs> funny story though, with when we first started running TQs, we had that Liberty. And dad actually went to push me off on the TQ one time and it's just a plastic bumper. And you kind of, if you go up on it soft enough, like you can go ahead and push it off and it doesn't do no damage. But he hit me hard one time and it like the top part of the bumper, the little stem poked right back through the plastic piece on the bumper. So (laughs) to this day, that Jeep Liberty still has a hole in the front part of the bumper. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we pull, we pull started a TQ one time too, because dad wasn't up there. And he had the Jeep, and my uncle, all he had was a minivan, and me and my uncle were working on it and wanted to get it fired up for the race. So we just (laughs) took a tow rope and pulled the hatch up on the minivan, hooked a tow rope to the inside part of the the latch, and then we did a couple wraparounds on the front part of the cage, and I just held on to it. He he just took off in the minivan, and we were going through the yard. I got oil pressure, hit the switch, let the rope go, and turned off. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) We didn't didn't need Fred. (laughs) He he said, plays bingo and stars in a scary movie. You better keep her, Johnny boy. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have all kinds of fun later in life. It's going to be great. Uh, We went right into... Man, so we are way behind. Yeah, we went right into a, a bunch of crap there. Um, anyway, okay. the weekend recap always ends up taking like a half hour, 45 minutes, and then we have to cram everything home. Um, but today is National Memorial slash Decoration Day, and then also National Mount Everest Day. And I'm going to tell you why it's National Mount Everest Day. You want to know why? I was, hoping, I was hoping you would have something on this, because when I pulled up the National Days, there wasn't shit. Right. And and I'm fine with that because Memorial Day should almost have all the attention. Right. This day Absolutely. should have all the attention on yeah. all of our lost our our lost heroes and soldiers. Yes. So 
Oh, yeah. Tell me about the National Mount Everest Day, because that was the only other cool one on there worth mentioning. Right. Today is the, in 1953, uh, Edmund Hillary, who is now Sir Edmund Hillary, and Tenzing Norgay of Nepal are the first to reach the summit of Mount Everest as a part of a British expedition. So that is why today is National Mount Everest Day. Wow. Today was the first day that a human ever reached the pu- the peak of Mount Everest, reached the summit. In what year? 1953. Was this part of your history, too? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome how, like, we we don't even – so for anybody that knows, <laughs> like, when I put these episodes together, I kind of do the national days and my would-you-rathers, and I come up with my topic, and Dano does his thing. We don't communicate those through the week. No. When we, when we log in and do these – I see what he's doing. I learn what he's doing on his days in history and learn what his topic is when we all get in here. We don't discuss this shit. So it's kind of cool how that just collaborated yeah. with how my national day rolled right into your your, his, your right. day in and history. And then last week, um, last week, I don't I actually thought, I think it was Monday or Tuesday when I saw it, um, there was a blind man that actually scaled Mount Everest. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Not kidding. No, I'm laughing about something that happened last week. You're talking about a blind person. So we are rolling down the street in Rushville, okay? And I see this kid walking down the sidewalk, and I'll I'll tell you what he had in his hand here in a second. But Karina does a neck breaker looking over her shoulder, and she goes, that doesn't seem safe. I said, what? And she said, there's a blind kid walking down the street. I said, a blind kid? She's like, yeah, he had his walking stick and everything. He was not fucking blind. The kid was carrying a tackle box and a fishing pole, Karina. <laughs> I said he was, well, it looked like a walking stick. How did you know? I, I was like, I seen him. I was wondering why he was in the middle of town with a fishing pole and a tackle box because there is no body of waters for a half a mile that the kid's on foot. But it wasn't a walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's, he's tapping oh. a buzz. He's tapping a buzz bait on the concrete. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was. Yeah, oh, that's shit. what you thought it was. But I'm just like, good lord! Uh, a fishing pole in a tackle box. Karina, <laughs> oh my god! Come on now. God love her. Jeez Louise! <laughs> All right, so let's see what um this one was interesting too. Um, I thought this was kind of cool because we actually parked pretty close to the Coca-Cola parking lot. Uh. For the Indianapolis 500, uh, in 1886, American pharmacist John Pemberton begins to advertise his patent medicine, Coca-Cola, in Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Yep. A medicine? It was. It was first supposed to be some type of like headache medicine, I believe. So, so just like a like the can of Coca-Cola, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And did you know that the curvy Coca-Cola bottle was actually invented right here in Terre Haute? Really? Yep. The old, the, the the old, old factory glass bottles. The old glass bottles. The old curvy bottles. Yeah. 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 Yep. Now you, I think you can still buy those style bottles. Yes, right? you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every they once still in a while, them. you can mm-hmm. still get those. You can get them in uh, like what they call them Mexican cokes. They have like a different. My voice cracked. Did you hear that? That was awesome. Oh yeah, you're still growing up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So one cool thing, I think I mentioned. We yeah, we covered it on a past episode about how my grandma used to work in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, we went down there on a family trip one time, and they actually have 
the taste of the world or something like that down mm-hmm. there. And you go in there and they have all these pop dispensers and they have Cokes from all over, for, from like Japan, China, uh, just all Germany, all these different Coca-Colas and what their Coke is and their country. Mm. And there are some of them that are really good. And then there are some of them that are terrible. Let me ask you this. What about people putting peanuts in Coke? Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of it. I've never. I, I've actually. Uh, I've heard of it, but I've never tried it. I don't drink a lot. Like, yeah, you, you don't know, drink, I don't a, lot drink of a whole lot of pop. <clears throat> yeah, like, but I do got my monster tonight. My orange dream sickle. It tastes like the orange pour, uh, the orange push pops. My buddy Richie Chubb loves those things. They are a magnificent. We're gonna, ha- we're gonna and have you can't to hardly him. find them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like you can't. My buddy Frog, you know Frog. Uh, he sent a picture of he found them once and sent a picture to Chubb with an orange dreamsicle monster and was like, "Look at me, Chubb! I got one. I found one." Chubb was like, "I'm not talking to you anymore." Yeah, I found <laughs> I found these and then the white pineapple at the same time, and I tried this orange dreamsicle. They have it's, a white pineapple. It's my, it is fucking amazing too. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty this, good. Man. Oh man. Monsters gotta come in at some point, dude. Yeah, uh, they, they will, you know. I mean, the more I don't the, even care if it's something small. The more the we podcast gets so shared hard. by our by our uh, by our following and our just got offers, the more you share it, the more odds are we're gonna have to be a monster sponsorship thing going on here in in the future. So, but keep that in mind. And we can do more cool shit. That we can do more cool shit. Uh, in 1900, uh, Otis Elevator Company trademarked the name Escalator. In 1900. In what year? In 1900. Oh, okay. So I'd hate to see what an I I'm sketched out of some of the escalators they have today. I'd hate to see what a 1900 one was. Yeah, the safety regulations back then were not as good as they are today. <laughs> I just picture Elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, like all stretched out on it. <laughs> uh, I've and... seen the peanuts put in Coke, but no clue what it was about. That yeah, I've I've never tried it. I I haven't I either. That, that I, commented on it. That's ruined a perfectly good peanut. You know, like I don't eat the peanuts. Piss on trying to put them <laughs> in a Coke. I don't even really like Coke that much. Uh, all right, next one. What you got? Next one. In 1919, Charles Strite files patent for the automatic pop-up toaster. Who? Charles who? Charles Strite. He was the inventor of the pop-up toaster. S-T-R-I-T-E. So, he is the CEO of Jump Scares. Right. For cats. <laughs> because they scare the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you know this song, uh, I'm dreaming of a white, a white Christmas, yeah. Christmas, right? Uh, today in 1942, Bing Crosby recorded that song, the world's best-selling single, by the way. In May. He recorded that in May. In May of 1942. That dude is feeling the Christmas spirit. In the, in the middle of World War II. <laughs> Isn't that when uh, Columbus... No, 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 no. That was 1492. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little dyslexic. It's all right. Uh, in 1943, meat and cheese were officially rationed in the U.S. due to World War II. Uh, so then there was not a whole lot going on interesting. There was in the world, but there's some stuff and people that I don't know about, so we're just going to skip that. And staying with the Week of Indie theme, 
1971, defending champion Al Unser Sr. becomes first and only driver to win his race on his birthday. He led for 83 oh, laps. Wow. How about that? That's pretty damn cool. What a birthday present. Fucking A, right? Win yep. the biggest race in the world on your birthday. <laughs> that dude's that dude's shaking her down. Party hard that mm-hmm. night. Uh, six years later, in 1977, A.J. Foyt became the first driver to win the Indy 500 four times. It was the last time a winning car was built entirely within the United States of America. And that year as well, Janet Guthrie was the first female to qualify. She lasted 27 laps. Hmm. Ha ha. See, guys do last longer than girls. Ha ha ha. Uh... Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I was really, really, really rooting for Helio to get his fifth. Hey, Dunk, what's up, buddy? that would have been really cool. That would have been great. I was hoping, like, Steve Ray uh, Rob would have made a name for himself. You know, like... I I read an article (laughs) about that guy, and I was a fan. You know, he's, he's just a little guy... And there was a there was a reporter, no Rick Lane, I think he I think that's who it was. Don't quote me. Um, he's a photographer down in Lawrenceburg, <laughs> but he actually talked to a guy during the qualifying run of Stingray Rob, and this saw this guy sitting there, and he went over and talked to him and stuff, and was found out that it was Stingray Rob's dad. Really, and. Yeah, I guess they sat there and talked for a half hour, forty five minutes, you know, and was he was telling him, you know, that I he goes, I never would have guessed that he would have made it this far. You know, oh, like no. he it was just a matter of those right place, right time and right opportunities and he said, I can't believe he's here. He said it's it's a dream come true for him to be able to be here and be in this event, you know. Right. And yeah. It was cool. It, it it's really cool to hear those stories of people that just were like, Oh yeah, I paid I paid this guy this much money and did this. You know, it's it's just nice to know that people out there still work their fucking ass off. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it's in it, one of the things that I've been watching here recently is that new series. I finished the second episode today. There's only I finished two out the, right I, now. I've watched the first two today. On dirt. On dirt. Yeah. Okay, so you did get them. Yeah. So it, it's really cool. I'm just gonna name drop him, Justin Grant. Yep. Like, I've always had a huge appreciation for that dude, just because he takes pride in setting his cars up and working on them and being such a huge part. Of everything, right? You know, he's involved but, in every aspect of it. Oh yeah, in one and, one way or another. Yeah, and it, I mean, he he just never stops. I mean, it's right. it's awesome. But that's the same way with people that make it on that level. Excuse me, to IndyCar mm-hmm. is, um, you know, some of those guys that work really hard to get to where they're at, and they're they're humble about it. You know, right. their families are very humble and. Don't take it for granted. That right. that's the the little guys that I want to root for. Those are the guys that I like to root for as well. You know, I had, yeah. I had a couple. Um, my buddy Dave Hunt, uh, who who's played in a band here in Terre Haute called the Mac Daddies for years. Uh, he was the turn one spotter for Colton Herta. So you know, it's kind of like I have an obligation for Dave being a musician. I know Dave personally. I want to root for Colton Herta. You know, I've usually got three or four or five people that I have some type of, like, connection to that I want to root for, right. 
you know, or, or saw a cool interview or they did something cool with kids that I thought was neat, you know. And those are the people. See, one that of mine was Alex. On, yeah, one of mine was Alexander Rossi, just because right. the year that he won the Indy 500 was also the year that I was working at Andretti's right. uh, for their sprint car team. Yeah, same and thing. And I actually got to talk to him in the bays where they have all the trucks and stuff shortly after and talk to him personally about his experience and how he felt through those closing laps knowing that he was complete on fuel safe mode and was just having to pedal it <laughs> pedal you know while these guys yeah. were fucking gung-ho on him you know trying to run his ass down and right it's it's just cool i mean when you can get to talk to somebody like that on a personal level and feel their passion and, and just feel their energy off of it it, it just right. makes you it makes you like them it makes you appreciate you know, going, their yeah. hustle and and going back it, to the it shows that they're human too right know? and going back to the dirt thing too you know like i'm really actually having a good time watching thomas meserol and his team as tv on youtube right like you know he's because working he, hard he's doing it hard on the yeah. side yeah he doesn't have people doing that shit for him i actually seen and it may we've we've actually talked about trying to get Timez on here and i hope he still does i mean we, we've messaged back and forth and he seems interested but i also seen that one of his posts says that mondays is his day to work hard on trying to break down film and do all of his editing and stuff right. for team as tv so, you know, if he doesn't get to make it on here, I, I completely I respect what he's doing. I would love to have Timez on here. That would be so good. We could get him to kind of, you know, not that he's not loose anyway, but get him to do some things, you know, outside of the racing thing that he wouldn't normally do. You know, get him to right. answer a bunch of would-you-rathers. and Or just, you know, just tell us some stories. Tell you know? us some stories, yeah. you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe it's Monday cool. during the day he works on stuff and not necessarily in the evening. Yeah, I don't know what happens when he just gets off. I mean, I, um, <laughs> if I did, we'd probably be in a relationship at this point. <laughs> eh, that's not good. See, that just that just stuck a fork in it. He's definitely right. not going on now. <laughs> All right, let me finish up these uh, this day in history real quick. Um, in 1987, Michael Jackson attempted to buy Elephant Man's remains. <laughs> Who is Elephant Man? Elephant Man is... Um, I want to say, well, there's a couple. Either you're about to show your age, or I am. I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which it is because I feel like you know who he is, and I definitely I don't, don't, don't. So, because there was a movie. Do, do you know at least you know who Michael Jackson is? <laughs> yes, dude. I remember where I was when they announced that he was dead. I right, was actually I playing you. the coin pusher game. At the county fair. Really? Yep. Yep. Wow. I was standing there, and they came over to the radio. The, all the PAs that was playing all the music for all the rides, all of them ping, cut off, and Michael Jackson has been pronounced, de pronounced dead. Okay, the guy's like, name was wow. uh, Joseph Merrick, and he was born in 1862. He died in April of 1890. Uh, he was an Englishman known for having severe deformities. He was first exhibited at a freak show under the stage name The Elephant Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he is he featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum? I believe I so, think, yeah. I Okay. I think I seen him down in, fuck, Gatlinburg. Karina and I were down there for a wedding in last September, I think it was. 
uh, for one of her friend's weddings that we went there. And I think I remember seeing, there's so much shit in there, but I think I remember seeing that because he was actually on one of the, the posters or one of the articles or something. May have been, yeah. I mean, the Wikipedia on, on this guy is freaking huge. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's and big. then they they had like the lizard guy or something like that because yeah. he has like scales tattooed on like ninety something percent of his body. Yeah, he's got like he's weird got like split. implants in his eyeballs and his forehead. Oh and yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty wicked. Yeah. Uh, in 1999, uh, the space shuttle Discovery completed its first docking with the International Space Station. I was eight years old. How old was I? I was fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. Ninety-nine. 15. What what month? August. It doesn't say. So I was I was actually seven. Well, then. I was say. getting ready to turn eight. Uh, and then this one directly relates to the game of golf. In 2017, Tiger Woods was arrested and charged with driving under the influence in <laughs> Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> At what number was that? What DUI? What number DUI was that? I don't know. He's, he's been. That's hit probably a few the times. one that he was famous for. For the whole like the people that people made shirts and shit over. Oh yeah, because the whole, the whole mug mugshot shot. thing. Yeah, yeah, he was trashed. Yeah, he didn't he know where he was looking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, man. Ten after nine here. Let's uh, let's uh, let's do a most embarrassing moment for your topic here. Yeah. So, have you ever had like a most embarrassing moment? Some uh, you're you're hard. You're pretty straight out there. I mean, you're one of them that doesn't. I mean, you are who you are, and there's really not much that you do that I think you feel too ashamed about. No. <laughs> but have, have, but there was a time. There had to have been a time in your life to where you your guard was down, and you did something that you you were embarrassed of. <sighs> funny or not, my mine's a funny, but I'll let you go. The first. only thing that I that I can think of off the top of my head is we were playing a gig one night, and there's a certain part in a song where it, it, I would step up to the microphone and let out this like big giant guttural blood curdling like metal like a scream scream like <laughs> wow you know like just like I mean it wasn't just like that was something good. like that like, was good it wasn't something like Joan Jet you know just wow it was like a big like ten fifteen drawn second out one. drawn out one yeah right and so I. Inhale, I step up to the mic, I go to, and fucking next thing you know, I'm being picked up off of the floor by my backup singer and my lead singer. I had somehow managed to pass out during that thing, and I don't remember what happened. I just remember going, oh, damn, well, that's crazy. And so I, I, you know, I, I make sure my guitar is in tune. And I step on my lead boost channel and lead boost channel and commence to doing the shred, and went right into the oh, solo man. after that. <laughs> Scream like a Karen is what Scott Hampton said. Welcome to this <laughs> podcast, dude. Scott is a uh, check so out Scott our Instagram if you want to know oh. what screaming like a Karen is like. Listen to yeah, John scream on our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty. That, anybody's anybody's gonna scream when a hand drops from a ceiling in a dark room. <laughs> That's all there is to that. But uh, <laughs> hello, Scott. Uh, so How are you, mine, sir? <laughs> mine was um, mine was in high school, and this is the only one that really comes to my mind because I'm I'm pretty <laughs> out there too. I don't really say oh, scream like Karina is what he meant to say. He forgot the A. 
That's all mm. right. Shit, Karina will get him back for that later. <laughs> I don't have to do nothing. She handles her own. <laughs> but uh, no, mine. I, I'm pretty drawn out there too, to where I don't. I just say whatever, and I don't mm-hmm. really care. I'm, I'm. But um, this one wasn't talking. Um, like I don't know if you remember when you were in school, if you you had to fart during class or something. Oh, you yeah. could that you get the hard ass little chairs that you're sitting on yeah. the desks and stuff and you could always let out like that little test push right you know and find out if, how loud it's going to be you know <laughs> and if it, if it's just a little the little air puff you can kind of let it out and it just, just kind of rolls out no sound you could always fake out the smell dude blame that on somebody else whatever right. <laughs> they didn't hear it from you so but uh, you get some of those, you get the little pop, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll save that one for later. <laughs> but um, Get back up in there, buddy. One, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one, it was during a test. <laughs> this one was during a test. You could have heard a pin drop in this classroom, and I remember letting out the test push, and it's... <laughs> just let's, let's a little screamer out, dude, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. I mean... And I could just feel my whole fucking face just flush red. Everybody's head came up off their paper, turn around looking at me. Teachers up off her desk looking at me. <laughs> I, you couldn't. I mean, it was one of those that it was just so distinct that you knew where it came from. And, and everybody just poof right to me. All right. It was bad. Yeah, I could have <laughs> fucking died right then and there. I know? got yeah. uh, I got an after school detention for once. Almost the same situation. Uh, I was in, I think it was a business foundations class maybe, and we had a uh, a student teacher, and she was a fucking hard-ass bitch. Like, she was just, like, just resting bitch face, just fucking, no personality, just fucking mean. I want to make a, make a name for myself, you know, before I even graduate college, that I'm the meanest right. teacher on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> she was just a bitch. And so I get into her class, and it's like, I don't know, Fucking eight forty five or whatever. We started school at like eight oh five, something like right. that. <clears throat> and so I didn't have my morning poop. So it's like eight forty five. My guts are starting to rumble. And so I raise my hand, I'm like, Hey, do you mind if I use the restroom? And she's like, No, you can sit there and hold it. And so like fifteen minutes goes by and finally I'm just like, Hey, I really need to go to the restroom. Like like if you don't let me problem. go Yeah, it's 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 gurgling, it's getting ready to <laughs> You know, we're, we're going to have a problem here in, a, here in about a 20 seconds. We got a turtle head. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she goes, no, I told you before, you can sit there and hold it. And so another, like, two minutes goes by. I stand up out of my desk, and I walk toward the door, and she says, where do you think you're going? I said, I'm going to take a shit. And if you don't want me to shit in your trash can, I suggest you get the fuck out of my way. And I fucking proceeded to force the door open. By this time, she's standing at the door holding the door closed. That would piss me off. And that, so, that pisses me off today for anybody's situation. Yeah, so she held the door closed, and I finally ripped the door open, and I went down to the bathroom, and I took a shit. And as soon as I come out of the bathroom, the dean of boys was standing there, and he was like, hey, we need to go to the office real quick. <laughs> Perfect. Call my parents. Perfect. Call my parents. This bitch, all, this, yeah, we're yeah. all having a fucking conversation. Yeah, they, gave me, they gave me an after-school detention for an hour. Fuck that. That's inhumane practice. I yeah. get it, like, for kids that want to abuse it and do it all the time. But if there's somebody that legitimately has to go to the bathroom, don't fucking make somebody Yeah, and it's that. not like I was a troublemaker and was, like, asking to go to the bathroom every day, you know. Right. Like, one of the – I like, one 
one memory specifically that comes in, and I boycotted this place for a long time. One of my ex had kids, and he was six years old, and we were in the store, and he needed to pee really bad, like damn near in tears, got to pee. And I asked if he could use the restroom, and they told him no. Said there was nobody, nobody was allowed, no kids were allowed in the bathroom. Right, no public restroom I'm like, or whatever. That's stupid. Are you kidding me? That's like the lady at Burger like, King yeah. on my way back from Chicago I'm like, you telling lazy me bitch. that. Literally, literally, I'm going with him. I'm not going in there with a backpack. I'm not going in there with right. items of steel. I don't have I'm not going in there to either. ruin your shit. He literally has to just, the kid has to pee. What the fuck you want me to do? We're in a the closet at, at that point. Yeah, I legitimately, like, I mean, I was like, come on, dude, let's let's go somewhere else. I'll come back and get you guys. Like, But it was like one of those deals that just pissed. I quit I quit shopping there for right. a long time. I don't, I don't know if I've ever bought anything from that store since. I'm like, wow. fuck that place, man. Like, if, you, if you're yeah. not going to let a kid that's use the restroom, man. that's a problem. Like, there's a couple things that are, like, kind of fucking, like, guaranteed in life, you know. And, like, I need to have kind of have a place to go take a piss and go take a shit regardless, you know. Restrooms like, are a big deal. You know, like, we I don't talking care. About today. Like, just we got our drivers says, strapped okay, in at the little 500, and there was only two porta potties in the infield, and everybody, every fucking crew person went over to those two porta potties right. and was trying to rotate it out before the race went live. You know, and we're just right. like, God dang, man, like this sucks. <laughs> That's like, you know, when they have in a restaurant or something, and there's like a men's restroom and a women's restroom, if there's just one toilet and one sink in each restroom, I'm using the women's if I need to. Yeah. Period. That that shit just needs to be unisex. Yeah. Yeah, if it's just a one if it's a one one deal. Yeah. You know, I I get it if it, they've got like multiple in there, the guys just have urinals, whatever, separate them. But yeah, if, if it's the just only a one man band deal, the men's and women's bathroom is the urinal, then by all means, I will use the women's if it's a dire emergency situation. Yeah. You've got long enough hair to get away with that. <laughs> your beard's gonna throw them off. Yeah, we were in hair, Sullivan. Your hair will be excused. Right. We did. I did that in Sullivan. Like walked up to the men's restroom and like jiggled the handle and like it was locked. And so I'm like, shit, I gotta go. So in the women's, I go. And then when I come out, there's like a little seven year old girl waiting there. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun there, man. Yeah. That that reminds me, we were actually talking about it today when Karina and I were on our honeymoon. Um, we stopped in this little plaza that had gift shop stuff that had uh, the souvenir stuff that we could take back home to our family, and we were trying sure. to buy a bunch of shit. And I went in there, and um, I uh, I felt it. I had to go. I got to go bad. And uh, – I asked them if they had a restroom, and they're like, no, well, there's a public one outside down, you know, just down the sidewalk. And I was like, where's it at? And they pointed at me. I was like, all right, cool. So I, I told Karina, I said, I can't hold it. I got to go. I'll be right back. So I book it down the street, and I can't find this fucking restroom. And I'm like, golly. Oh, no. So I find, I, I find this uh, um, ice cream <coughs> that was open. I walk in, and I ask the guy, I said, hey, where's where's the restroom? A lady down there at the souvenir shop told me that there was a public restroom down here, but I'm not finding it. And he's like, man, just come in here and use mine. Just come in here and use mine. It's cool. I was like, all right, he I can appreciate see the, it. He can you. see the panic on your face is what happened. Yeah, either either that or he just, you know, didn't realize what was getting ready to happen. But, um, I mean, I killed <laughs> this bathroom. But I told him. You know, I, I didn't mean I like this. It was bad. You know, we're we're on honeymoon. We're we're fucking eating all kinds of shit and drinking shit we shouldn't have. But um, 
I get done, and I told him, I said, hey, my wife's down at the souvenir shop. I said, when we get done, we're going to come down here and buy some ice cream. I greatly appreciate what you did, you know. Oh, no problem, no problem. We'll see you in a little bit. I said, okay. So I got back here in the souvenir shop, and I told her, I said, so we got to go do something after we leave here. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I promised the guy that we would come back and buy ice cream because he let me use his bathroom so I didn't have to use a public one. She's like, okay. <laughs> so we get back down there. And uh, the place is called Jake's. It's down in Sarasota. And um, we go back in there, and he's talking. He's showing us all these different ice creams, and he makes everything in-house. And I knew he had went in that bathroom because I left the door, uh, the light on for the fan, and the door closed. And when I came back, door was open, light was off. So I know he had witnessed what had happened in there. <laughs> so you got the but, experience, uh, yeah. Dude, he was, still, he was still so cool about it. And, like, we got our ice cream, and we get down to the cash register, and I got my card out ready to pay. And he said, uh, we told him we were down there for our honeymoon and everything. And he's like, oh, no, you guys are good. He said, congratulations. You know, enjoy <laughs> you celebrating are. the, the rest of the week. Of, Thank the king you. of free shit. And I'm just like, I just killed this bathroom, <laughs> and he still gave us free ice cream. <laughs> he felt sorry for, he felt sorry <laughs> like for was, you. It was really cool, though, dude. And I, I told awesome. her if we ever come back to Sarasota, we will visit Jake's again. There you go. And we'll forever shout that place out. It was awesome. <laughs> Great. So. We'll see you walk in. Oh, so good. Yeah. Doors next time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Damn it. <laughs> all right. So next topic is you. Next topic is me. We covered all mine. Yeah. I wanted to talk about oh, the Indy 500. We? Yeah. Oh, so oh, I your... didn't write it in there, did I? God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's what I was saying. I, did, yeah, I didn't know when I rolled right, in here. Hold on. Wait a second. So are we going to the Would You Rathers? We're going to go to the Would You Rathers, I believe. I'm going to fix that All real right. quick. So we're going to go to an offensive one here straight off, the get, straight off the bat. Would you rather tell someone that their new baby is ugly or tell someone that their new spouse is ugly? I'd rather tell them their new spouse is ugly. Yeah, hundred percent, man. I'm fucking. I'm swinging on somebody if they tell me my kid's ugly. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, you have a, a a beautiful baby girl, baby she's, baby baby Bexley, man. She she's my homie. <laughs> <laughs> she really is, though, dude. Like she can be just losing her shit in this house. I can come over here and sit in this chair and go. You want to see Dan Dan? Let's go see Dan Dan. <laughs> and she best. will come over here and look up and be looking everywhere for his video. Just And she'll be waving. She'll automatically waving. be waving up here she to the screen. Makes a pouty face. Yeah, that's her sassy her tongue face. Out at me. It's the cutest thing ever. She's so damn ornery, man. <laughs> and she's never met Dano, but she yeah. just always, that's, that's her never thing. Actually, yeah, she's never we'll actually see seen Dan. me in person, which it might yeah, be. Yeah, that'll be interesting little, because yeah. she shuts down. Like with people, she's not around a whole lot. So we'll see. We'll see if she recognizes <laughs> the coolness. I bet it'll we'll be see, yeah. it'll be one of those things to where like if I just wave at her like I do on here, and then or like, just if make, I just say there's Dan Dan, yeah, you know, just or just make a huge, face at her, her or something, she'll be like, oh, haha, and put two and two together. Yeah, she'll be like, and be like, oh, <laughs> he's really here. He does exist. Yeah. It's it's the, it's not like just built into John's computer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when when we know when I know that John and I are gonna sit here and watch a race, it's like one of the things I look forward to is like if I get on here early enough, is she gonna be standing down there in like the bottom corner of his screen? Oh yeah, for me yeah, to get cause on. she because she always pops up down here in the bottom corner and she's just. Looking up, there, seeing Dano's on there <laughs> all the time. We we spend a lot of time just in our Discord, just watching races and shit too. Just aside <laughs> from doing the podcast, you are in the corner. Too. They can see your leg, and he always. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are those chicken legs? What are those? <laughs> chicken legs. All right. <laughs> Thank God his kid gets their looks from her mother. Yes, that's that's true. Um, Jesus, like she's got her mom's cheeks. She's got her yeah. mom's smiles. She's got her mom's eyes. She's just got everything there's, about her. I mean, it's there's crazy. a couple things that you can tell it like she's your daughter. Yeah. Like there's a couple of those faces she makes, but when she's like. When she smiles, it's you. And but, nothing is scarier than seeing those faces. Like, because I've seen baby right. pictures of myself, you know, growing up. And then there's pictures that I've taken of her. And when I go back and look at them, I'm like, holy shit. Like, that looks like me, right. you know, when yeah. I was a baby. It's, 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 it's real. Genetics are crazy, dude. Like, it's yeah. really wild and how I that see, shit I works. really didn't, you know, I really didn't realize that, like, I am now that I'm older, more of my father's son than I am my mother's son now. Right. You know, when I was younger, you know, before I turned 21, I looked exactly like my mom. Mannerisms, yeah. everything. But now that I'm older, I I mean, I laugh like my dad. I, you know, I, I used to smoke <laughs> like my dad. I, I stand here, you know, with my hands on my hips like my dad, you know. <laughs> it's, it's there's, a, there's a picture that I realized when um, I was a senior and we did my senior pictures that if you took my mom's senior pictures and mine and just, just took your hand and just kind of covered up everything from the hairline up, mm-hmm. our faces are identical. Like yeah. from her senior picture to my senior picture, every, it, I mean, it was scary. Well, Stephanie's I was like, got holy a, cow, I put them side by side and sent them to her. And she's Stephanie's like, got a picture of, uh, of Bronson next to her baby picture, and it's literally like the same kid. Yeah, and we just found some of Karina's mom next to Bexley. Oh, and man. some of the mean faces that Bexley makes yeah. is how her mom always looked when she was That's a baby. Good. That's so good. It's just, cra- it's just crazy how it throws back in generations like yeah. that. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, so, okay, next one. Um, would you rather eat broccoli-flavored ice cream or eat meat-flavored cookies? I'd rather eat meat-flavored cookies. I cannot fucking stand broccoli cooked really? raw fucking even just thinking about it makes me want oh to you do, oh i didn't <laughs> <laughs> triggered <laughs> holy shit right off the bat like I, I like broccoli i can't stand it man one of my favorite one of my favorite things is take broccoli and cauliflower like when i had to do my diet deal until i got my gallbladder out just to prevent the gallbladder attacks i would take a baking sheet and throw frozen broccoli and cauliflower on it you got to put a little oil down and cover it in oil and um, parmesan and salt and pepper. I'll eat, I'll eat fucking saltine crackers it, if that's the case. throw it in the oven. Me. Throw it in the oven and cook it until it start bake it until it starts getting the little brown edges on it. Oh, that's a killer snack with that parmesan cheese melting over top of it. It's excellent. Mm, can't stand it. I I think I'm gonna have to go with the meat flavored cookies too. I I like broccoli, <clears> but. <throat> I just think that broccoli, like when I when I eat ice cream, I want a sweet, like a sweet cream. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't. I want yeah. I want sweet creamy. Yeah, I think the only way that I could get away with the broccoli is if I could throw some butter and parmesan on it too. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing the meat flavored cookies. I don't know. It'd be it tough. wouldn't matter to me. I mean, because like a cookie that tastes like a steak, I, I I could get past that. Yeah, me too. 
You know, I've eaten, you know, little filet mignon medallions. So that's close enough to like just an extra thick cookie. So Yeah. You there know. you go. Fat cookie. Fat cookie. So here's the last one. And this one's one that Karina and I were joking about the other day, and I, I kind of made it a would you rather. Um, would you rather cut your pinky off for $10,000 or cut your wiener off for 100000 I cut my pinky off for ten grand, as long as it's my right one. Why are you right? Because You're I right-handed, right? Yeah, I use my left to play guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was, my right one, my right one I don't I don't use. <laughs> yeah, my right one I don't really use and that's the one that's fucked up anyway. I can't I can't open my hand any further than that. Well, most people can. I my shit Like see if you like if like look. Oh, okay. You Dude. got uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about like fingers back. Yeah, not I can't. Wide I can't. Those are aiming backwards. I think there's something wrong with your left hand too. Your degrees on your left hand and right hand are backwards. That's my that's my left hand. There's so much curvature there. If, if something oh, pops far like go. If something, <laughs> yeah, if something pops in that microphone, I'm smacking the shit out of you. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, stop it! Ah, <laughs> quit that shit. <laughs> no, John can't stand it. No, dude, homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. That's <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't deal with popping bones and shit, man. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, sitting here the other night and I popped my neck and it came through the microphone and it sounded like it was like a, you know. Yeah, that's not good. It sounded like somebody stepped on a bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> so yeah, so this conversation kind of came up because there was a person we knew that worked somewhere that they were around saws. And they cut the tip of their pinky. Mm-hmm. Not off, just cut it. Right. But they had it bandaged up to where nobody seen it. And they heard that if you lost a pinky or a half a pinky or whatever, a finger, that they would have to pay you $5,000. It was kind of like an insurance comp to... Really? So they went home and cut the ha- cut half their pinky off. What? I don't know if they ever got the money. I never got that side of it. But this person has a half a pinky. Wow. Because they went home and cut it off just for five grand. So I bumped this one up just to kind of kind of sweeten the pot a little bit wow. and add, yeah. the, I mean, add the wiener to it. But I mean, as long as I could do – I mean, you're not cutting my wiener off. I don't care. So, well, this it, it got to the point <laughs> to where I was in Karina. I was just like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you got $1,000 stacks, right? Right. Somebody just throwing them on a table. One after another. Bam. 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 At what point in the stack of throwing it down do you say stop and that you're okay cutting your finger off then? That's going to be a very, 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 very fucking large amount of space. Whole stacks of 1,000 bands. I think, I think. She had thirty thousand dollars. Thirty grand. If she, uh, thirty grand. Thirty grand to lose a pinky. Thirty grand said. to lose a pinky. I was going for. I was going with But you remember that picture? No, 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 no. Yeah, I, like I said, I added the wiener part just to sweeten the pot to, to make you know, it interesting. Gun, gun to my to head. See if you would take it for a hundred. Gun to my head. One or the other. 
lose a penis for a hundred grand or lose a pinky for ten, I'm losing a pinky. Oh, she's thirty grand for a half a pinky. I don't fucking matter. Half. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna work right anyway, so you might as well just lose it. Yeah, my my right one don't work real good anyway, because I smashed the shit out of it while laying block a while back. <laughs> so and it don't work real good anyway. It's about the laziest right part of my hand. <laughs> I mean, you can act, like see it, like yeah, it's just yeah. like duh. <laughs> it's just like it does its own thing. Like if I just lay it on the table, it comes out like that. <laughs> oh man, which is great I, because that's how I hold a golf club. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, it's automatically it's just got it locked in place for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I think I would have to do the. Oh yeah, I think Owen said Lena, so he doesn't have to pee anymore. (laughs) Yeah, and I told him. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And I don't because I was I was telling Karina my would you rather. She I was doing some kid ones for him because I some of these I have a site that I pull off and it it randomizes them. And um, some like most most of them I actually mix and match. Right. Like I don't actually take the whole would you rather. Sometimes sometimes I'll take a piece from one and another piece from the other. But I was reading these off to Karina earlier, and Owen heard it, and he's like, "I just I just lose my wiener, so I don't have to pee no more." <laughs> what? what? But you still gotta pee. I just I it doesn't work like that. Like you're still gonna have to pee. It's yep. just gonna be a lot more difficult now. And it's just it's just because he hasn't used it, used his to the full potential yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like here here about a year ago or whatever, like he was just. Kid, like when boys first find out about, like, the birds they and find the bees. out about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, just like that it does things. You know what I mean? Right. And he, he'd always be like, "Look, mom, it's big." It's like, <laughs> "Don't talk to me." <laughs> it's like, go away. <laughs> yeah. He said, "At least you don't have to hold it." Yeah. I forget. <laughs> yeah. He ain't gotta wash his hands no more. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta sit uh, down now, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You can't just go pee anywhere now. Well, in his defense, that still makes it easier because he already pulls his pants down to pee. So <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's getting better. He's getting better now, so he's not completely just showing his ass to everybody in public bathrooms. But... Good deal. <laughs> you know, he's, he's what about to be about to be six. Getting ready to turn six here in like yeah. three weeks, man. He turns six June nineteenth. I have to have so, to mail him something cool for his sixth birthday. I think uh, I think Karina actually just booked his uh, birthday party here uh, this evening. Get cool. get all that taken care of, or call and find out about the reservations and see what's available for that weekend. But uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy. I mean, when I first started dating her, he was only two. He's getting ready to turn three years old, and dude's getting ready to be in first grade next year. All right, big boy. He, it, yeah, and like we we found a video the other day of him talking uh, from from two years ago, telling us, "Man, well, happy birthday!" And like, you can't really understand the kid, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it's incredible with how how improved his speech has gotten over right. the last two years. That's what I'm looking you know? forward to uh, the most with Bronson is when he starts. You know, like when I walk in, he'll be like, you know, Papa or whatever. You oh, know? it's coming! Like it's it, coming! I, I can't it, it comes wait, quick. Dude. Can't yeah, it's coming. Wait. Like he'll he'll start saying all kinds of stuff because he's already starting to do like now. the whole. Yeah, you know he's starting this, to this this. He hasn't yeah, done the, that the yet. Bex- ha- he hasn't said any words that I know of. 
<clears throat> yeah, Bexley was big on the this. This? 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 Yeah. She'll, like, point to it. And if she wants it and you're not understanding her, she'll grab your hand and she'll go to it and she'll point or she'll grab it. That's that's the most fun thing. Like, I, I think that's the most frustrating part of kids when they're that young. If there's something wrong, you don't know what they want. Like, it's, right. it's yeah. I, I'm a communication person, and that's very hard for me. So it's really cool that, like, I can grab her hand and say, show me, and she'll, like, walk to the cabinet and grab out a fucking zebra cake. Right. <laughs> you know, or do something like that. Well, Bronson so, knows, like, when I come when I come back, he knows he's knowing now to point at what or, right. or reach for it you know like i've got the eye racing wheel over here and so when i walk in he you know he'll be standing there holding the ball or whatever and he'll grab the ball and he'll go uh 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 and he wants yeah. to go over there and turn the wheel you know and so i'm i'm convinced that his first one of his first words is going to be like race uh, drive go go fast you know vroom vroom <laughs> you know something yeah vroom vroom that <clears throat> that work on that one because bexley that's an easy one for kids. It's easier for them to make noise than say. Yeah, he already does the whole thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bexley, she'll if I pull, if I have a race pulled up or something, watching, she'll come around a corner. She's looking for Dano, and if she sees the car, she'll go vroom vroom. And it's even to the point now. If she sees me scrolling on my phone, she'll do it too. She'll vroom vroom. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Pam, Pam, my mom, she said it melts your heart when you hear this little voice say, "Hi, Nana." Yeah, she. Oh, I she love does it, that. Dude. She'll go, "Hi, Mama." And like I when I was letting it. the dog out on the porch earlier, I turn around and she's in our big window banging on the window. <laughs> Hi, Dada. <laughs> like Dude, when Blue Bronson sees the cat, he, he'll like have his pacifier in. As soon as he sees the cat, he pulls the pacifier out and goes, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's like so fascinated with it. And then he runs over and he's like, Can I touch it? I actually got him to pet the cat a, a while back. So I had to hold that's, on to and the, that's good. Yeah, you I had hold to hold on, on to the cat, but he was like, is. he would look at me like, "Is it okay?" Like, "Yeah, it's fine, buddy." So I reached out and grabbed his little hand, and like, you know, gotta be easy, right? And, you know, so we're we're working. Yeah, people don't understand progress. how important that is to introduce kids to animals and how yeah. to be nice to them and be gentle, so and they don't Bubba, get bit. You know, poor Bubba doesn't understand. You know, because his whole life it's literally been like me. And Stephanie. Adults, you know, big yeah, people. Adult people. No kids. Yeah. <laughs> and me and Stephanie 90% of the time. So when he started being here, he was like, mm-mm, see ya, I'm out of here. Chaos, hiding. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, tail between his legs, I'm going underneath the desk in the spare bedroom, things like that. So, damn it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't have anything else, I don't think. I don't um, let me update you on my tips? non-smoking journey this Thursday. Oh, yeah. Will be two weeks of no nicotine, and today is the first day that I've gone all day without taking a hit off my vape. All day long. And even How's when I was going? at the track yesterday, I only vaped on it about three or four times. So, And I've only chewed three, four pieces of gum today. <laughs> <laughs> have you been chewing the shit out of gum here recently? Uh, yeah. Just to curb it. Yeah. So, um, they have these trident like little. Oh yeah, sticks the are in ones? here. There's twenty, twenty-eight sticks, I think, in here. Yeah, I think there's twenty-eight sticks in here. Seven rows of four. That's twenty-eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've gone through six of these <clears throat> in like eleven days, eleven or twelve days. Six six packages of these. It's a lot cheaper 
In how many days? 11? 11. And actually, it's not cheaper than vape juice. Because these things That's are like a four a bucks a piece. Yeah. So it's equivalent to, you know, if I chew one a day, just say. <laughs> I'm it getting better, it, man. And, and health-wise, it's still better, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, you'd have to probably chew a shit done more than that for the sugar and stuff to affect you. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's all sugar-free, and that was the first thing I did was I went and got sugar-free gum because I was wanting to make sure that I didn't rot my teeth out of my skull. Right. <laughs> you know, right. so sugar-free gum. Uh, I've been drinking a little bit more water, and I think I'm actually starting to feel whatever's in my chest, in my lungs. I, I'm i starting to cough it up now, whatever it is. My chest feels like I've got stuff in it that I need to cough up. And right. you, can, you can probably hear it in my voice. My voice is just ridiculously, ridiculously deep tonight. Froggy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little Cracked froggy. Cracked a bunch yeah. of times tonight, too, so... <laughs> So we got a just puberty. tip topic. Yeah. All right. My I, wife oh, I posted, see that now. Do you wash your legs when you shower? Yes, all the I time. I do too. I do too. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm curious. We, we've discussed how you pee, how you wipe. How do you shower and how do you dry off? I want to know the process. Like when you get in the shower, what is your washing process? When you get out, what, how do you dry? Okay, okay, I wash top to bottom like you would really? a car. So you wash your hair first. Yeah, I wash my hair first because what's the point of washing everything below what's up top? You know, so head, well, you shoulders. Got, you've got a lot more hair than me. Yeah, so, so basically it's like head, shoulders, to knees, toes type thing. You know, basically head, shoulders, knees, toes. Uh, okay. And then when I dry off, it's the same process. So, as, you so know, the as water doesn't keep running down. So the water just keeps going. You need these taking off sections and the last thing I, I I wipe off is my butt uh I think I think that's kind of the same for me I have to think about that so when I get in let's see the first thing I do loofah and right hand <laughs> I wash my whole left hand my left arm then yep, switch hands yep. right arm hand back up and then I go up to my neck, do my neck, wash my face. And I do this thing like a windshield wiper with my eyes. So I wash my face off real good. I will take a finger and push here in the corner of my eye and sweep over and then do the same thing here so I can open so I can open my eyes and there's not soap on there. Like right. I just push I just push it all off. And then I leave it on. Go ahead and wash down from my chest all the way around. All the way down to the old boys, the legs, mm-hmm. the feet, back of my legs, kind of back up. Try and get as far behind my back and stuff as I can, hips, and pretty much it. And then I do my ass last. And then when I dry, when I get out, shut shut the water off, I do my hair first. And then we think, God, this is tough without doing it. I mean, it's one of those things you just do. Um, so then I think I do my left arm, right arm, shoulders, chest, down the front, round your legs. Oh, that's part of my face. She asked, what about behind my ears? I, yeah. That's part of my face when I'm doing yeah, all that. I kind of get that when I wash my hair, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Soap, oh, soap. shit, I forgot about that. So, yeah, so 
when I when I get done washing everything, then even with the soap on me, I will go ahead and squirt some in, wash my hair off, and then rinse everything. Right. So yeah, then when I'm drying, I dry my hair, dry my arms, my chest, down my legs, back up the back part of my legs, and then I will throw the towel out like behind me, like cape style. Right. Pull it around me, do the yep. old shimmy shake down shimmy, my back. Shimmy, shimmy. Yep. Yeah, down behind my ass. And then do a little tail tuck deal on the front and hop out. No, 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 no. Like, like I, when I wrap the tail, when you wrap the towel around, oh, yeah, pull yeah. it tight on one, you hook I was it just dancing. It. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like you take the towel and yeah, roll it. I was, it up just, I was like, just, old, I was just, I was just like dancing, you know, the doing, the, doing the shimmy, the shimmy, shimmy shake with your ass, you know, like, <laughs> I thought you were doing the floss in the ass crack. <laughs> no, we don't go that far. <laughs> no. Uh, so on the same subject, how many times a week do you shower? Uh, at least seven days a week. I shower in the morning. Every really? morning. Yep. And then depending See, on what I'm doing, like, you know, during the winter, it's not so bad. I'll just fucking go to bed. But a lot of times yeah. during the summer, if I go to the range or go to the racetrack or go hit balls or something, I'll shower be- again before I go to sleep, especially right. if I get sweaty. Yeah, it, and I'm the same way. Like my, my, well, as far as like if I do active shit, um, Sometimes I'm like every couple of days, you know, like w- with us working in a factory and shit. Yeah. I'm not getting like crazy dirty and I'm not going in there to fucking impress people. Right. So like if we're going to do something or we're going somewhere, yeah, of course I'll shower. Right. But, um, but if I like, if I come home from like a dirt race or something like that, of course, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm showering for it sure. It just depends but... on what I'm getting into. Like if we go down to the lake and I catch forty crappies or forty fish or whatever, I have to come home and shower. Oh yeah, because I smell. I'm fucking sweaty. I smell like fish. I smell like lake water. You know, it's just I have yeah, to shower. There's yeah. no way that Steffi's gonna tolerate me going to bed smelling like that. Period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. but yeah, for the most part. Unless I'm doing something completely crazy, it's it's every every two days probably for me. Yeah. And I I do my showers at night. I don't want to fuck with it in the morning, like, cause I I just got too much shit to do in the morning. I I like to sleep. Did you say so you only me, shower every two days? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's every, every day, couple days. Man. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, cool. I don't like get crazy dirty and i don't work in the public though either like if i worked in the public yeah i'd shower all the time so like you like when would, i would shower dreadies, tonight right and then you won't shower when you get up for the work in the morning well you shower no. again that next night to, to like tomorrow night yeah if i feel like i got crazy dirty or whatever or if i like if i if i go to say there's a race tomorrow and i go to a race right. yeah i will then right. but but if you just kind of fucked around the house if all, or whatever. If all, yep, yeah. if all I'm doing is coming home and fucking around the house and I got to get up for work the next morning, no. Wow. I won't. Yeah. That surprises me, honestly. And then I will like on Wednesday, and then I will like on Wednesday or you're something. Being, you're being judged right now. I don't I don't give a shit. It's really not, honestly, and, and it's not <laughs> I bet, it's I not bet he showers every day when we're on vacation. Either. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's not healthy to shower every damn day unless you're doing moisturizers and all kinds of shit either because like right now like my skin's dried the fuck out just yeah you know just because if you wash too much it'll dry your skin out 
That's why you just get moisturizing it's, shampoo and moisturizing body wash. Don't even start with me, Karina. She's <laughs> she's on my ass about that shit too. But she's not an everyday showerer either. You know, it, it's 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 about the same. <laughs> you know, it's, and honestly, it's hard to find time. You know, with four of us here in the house, right? You know, yeah. That they get clean before we do, if anything, you know, if there's time and we're not crazy fucking tired, then we'll right. Go you take probably one, get but... wet enough giving giving the kids a bath, you know. Actually, especially because right. she loves bubble baths. She will absolutely like if you walk down the hallway past the bathroom and you don't have a a, a sippy cup of milk in your hand, she will be pissed off because you walk past that bathroom and didn't give her a bubble really? bath. She wow. will point in the bathroom and go, bubble bath, bubble bath, bubble bath, and she will get fucking mad if you don't walk in there and give her one. She loves it. Dude, Owen and her both are wow. water bugs. Love it. They were both in the pool. Like We got the pool all hooked up, and I got it all ready to go, <laughs> and the temperature was pretty good the other day. They were loving it. Nice. Yeah, they they, they absolutely love that shit. But yeah, uh, I'm only like a, every two days. So. That's uh, that That's shocking to me. But, you know, really? I, I totally get it. Like, you're busy, and you got a lot of things, and you have kids. You know, like, with me yeah. and Stephanie, like, it's just us here. Like, we just come home, and, you know, I sit in front of my computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now it's changed. Like, when I was in school, I would take my showers in the morning. Right. I would get up, and that's, I mean, but but I wasn't getting up at 4.30 in the morning then. So, for me, it's more important for me to take one at night, and it just kind of chills me out, and then I go to bed. And I sleep as late as I can in the morning as a, as a sleep in, and then start my day like that. Right. So well, that makes sense. I mean, if it, yeah, if that works I'm for you. Then you know, different strokes for different folks. Obviously, you know. Yeah. I I like to shower every morning. I get up. I don't. I don't stand in there for like twenty, twenty five, thirty minutes. I get in there, and you know, I get my shit done, and I'm fucking out. And I put my clothes on, and I'm out the door. I don't stand around. How quick are like if you take your shower at your pace? How long are your showers? six seven minutes yeah dude i'm the same way like i came home the other day from work and had to leave within 10 minutes of being home oh don't be commenting from the goddamn thing in there <laughs> miss two hours and 45 minutes to get ready every single day oh my god in That'd the morning my showers are six or seven minutes yeah because i don't have any more time than six or seven minutes and honestly, I mean, I just told you my process. Like, yeah. girls do other shit. Like, they've got their moisturizers and their exfoliators and all kinds of other fucking wonky shit. They got... There's there's one fucking bottle in that shower right now that is mine, and that takes care of my body <laughs> and my hair, and I'm fucking out. Right. The other 12 are hers. Uh, mine's and then the same maybe way. One more that's one more that's Bexley's, and another one that's Owens for his. Bottle. When I had long hair, I had I had basically three bottles. I had shampoo, which you have to. I had conditioner, and then I had body wash. You know, because my hair was is super fine, and it fucking broke off. So I had to have stuff that reinforced my hair. And right, you have to do that. I mean, with when you've got hair like that, right? But yeah, for me, hawk. I told you my process. I'm I'm pretty simple. I get everything warmed up. Loofah, wash, rinse, gone. Yeah, and I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need my, a lot of extra time. Me either. Now there are sometimes when I will get in there, like you know, if I if my neck's bothering me, or I've got like a you know, I feel a little tension on the back of my head or something like that. I'll get in there and I'll yes, spend sir. twenty thirty minutes that hot ass water beating down on me. 
you know, I, I'll, I still, I'll get I still completely take a bath washed. I'll do my whole process, and then I'll just turn around. Yeah, I took like a shower and my... a bath today. <laughs> Both? Yeah. See, I can't fit in a bathtub. I'm too tall. I can't like, either. I have to put my legs tub. up on the. <laughs> yeah, that's not comfortable for me. I feel uncomfortable in more ways than one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like that. I like if if I'm like mine's jacuzzi style. I would rather just like soak. You know, right. be able to completely yeah. be submerged. I'm gonna have to but, end up buying one of those like, um, uh, Coleman fucking. I have. There's one in my Amazon cart right now. I just can't pull the trigger on it. The, are like they down to like two hundred bucks yet? Ones. No, not yeah. yet. But no, there, there's. They it was sitting at about six hundred and fifty, but it's down Damn, to like four fifty five hundred now. Coleman hot tubs or whatever. I want to put yeah. one on the back porch. <laughs> it's, the it's back a little rough. It's a little four hundred or a four person deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd love to do to put on our back porch and I'd be in that motherfucker every night, dude. Oh yeah. I'll do a pod I'll do I'll do part of the podcast from there. Yeah, I'd have to figure out how to do that, but (laughs) I would for sure. I could do it immediately. I just take all my shit right there and poke it in the back door. Yeah, uh, unpopular favorite right now, but I actually ended up getting some of those bush, uh, bush light peaches. Oh yeah, you know how they have like the bush apples. I got the bush, uh, bush light peaches. Holy shit, they're good. Those are good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pick up some uh, uh, peach schnapps, and I'm going to take a blender with ice, dump one of those in there, put a couple shots of peach schnapps in there, a beer hearty toddy blend. Go ahead and blend it up into a smoothie. Mm. Have a little peach smoothie. Damn. I might even go as far as putting like strawberry syrup on the side of it and throwing a peach ring in that bitch. Wow. Peach ring? So... Damn, them are good too. Oh, my dad loves them. That's like his favorite candy. Well, goddamn. I love I love anything peaches. Like peaches, mangoes, pears. Oh, God, I love all that stuff. Water, watermelon, bubble gum, and peach rings. I, that's, <laughs> those are two things I've I've remember seeing even as a little kid while my dad eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. All right. Well, I think that is it, man. Yeah, you got anything else for us? No, oh, I think that's it. Okay. I think we covered all cool. of our bases. Right on. Had a great Memorial Day weekend. We got to yep. get to bed, get at it. And we will see everybody next Monday, right? Yes, sir. Episode next 19. Monday, episode 19. Uh, episode Holy 20 cow. will actually be the last episode in season one. Uh, we're gonna we're not do, quitting. We're not quitting. We're just moving on to a new season. That way we can de- debut some new graphics, some new locations, some new cool stuff that we have involved. And hopefully by then we'll have Monster on as a sponsorship and they can just do all the shit cool, for us for man. free. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be working. I'm working on a new intro, so we're we're working on some different shit to try and change things up a little bit and swap it up so it's not the same boring stuff here. Right. Yeah. Not that what we have is super boring. I spent a lot of time on this stuff, you know. So we. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, Make sure you go follow all the social medias. Make sure you share the Facebook post of the video of the podcast. The episode will be available on Spotify by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And we will see you next Monday at 8.30. Peace. You ain't gotta go home, home, but you can't stay here. (laughs) Get out of here, man. Hey, got this life. Get out of here and go home.